A very good evening to you, listeners and fellow podcasters, on this Tuesday, 25th of May, 2021. We have three topics that are simple yet very difficult for some of us to grasp. Remaining committed, positive, and being an effective listener. All three very important traits to master, which take time, practice, effort, and sincerity. We'll dive right into it and figure out how we can take all of these topics and make them effective not only as leaders, but in real life. Welcome to another episode of Charlie Mike. All right, let's go ahead and dive right into it. So topic number one, what does it mean to be committed? So let's go ahead and break it down, shall we? If you're committed to something, you're pledged or obligated to do it. Let's say that again. You are pledged or or obligated to do it. If you've already jumped out of the damn plane, you're committed to your skydive, right? You ain't no going back from that. Um, being com- being a committed individual can be broken down into three parts. Uh, a, start by giving yourself a statement of intention that is speaking with or writing pertinent things that tell you or others specifically what you're signed up for and what you fully intend to do. Now, at work, this is going to sound something like this. All right, team, I am absolutely committed to helping getting all of you promoted that want to be promoted. Um, And as in an individual statement, this is going to sound something like this. I am committed to going to the gym three times a week. So you can delineate between the two. One, uh, you are telling a person or a professional or a team of professionals what you're going to do for them and how you're going to get there. Uh, That is your commitment to them on a personal level. uh, You know, I want to go to the gym. I want to I want to drop 15 pounds, but I also want to uh, I want to pack on some muscle, too. So I'm going to go ahead and start by by doing this three times a week. That's commitment. Next, explicitly indicate a specific time and date to begin taking the intended actions and also a specific time and date to complete the intended actions and to periodically Communicate progress and if necessary, if necessary, to shift time and dates given the logistics and variances of life. Life happens, right? Sometimes you got to shift left or right depending on on what happens in your day or in your week. Decide when you want to start. Track your progress before, during, and after your intended action or goal. And what does your outcome or instinct look like? What do you want to achieve? For example, at work, I want to ensure the percentage of late customer orders is as close to one to three percent as possible. I mean, hey, no, no customer orders or no late or let me back up. Late customer orders are bad no matter what they look like. But you know what? Have a metric. Uh, Let's just say 25 percent of your of your customer orders out of your company are late. Not a good thing. So you want to go ahead and get that down to one to three percent. Right. Perfect. As an individual, this is going to sound like something like this. I would like to lose 15 pounds, then start to run outside on the pavement again. Man, I can tell you what. Ever since I, uh, ever since I retired from the service, all the running I do is on a treadmill. You know, I got old man knees. Uh, pounding the pavement is something I, I hope to do again. So, you know, that's definitely something I want to commit to. But that's what it would sound like in both a work setting and a individual uh, statement. So lastly... Do the intended signed up for actions as promised. Simply put, what you said you were going to do 
If you're committed to it, do it. Just do it. All right? Resting is okay. Going slow is okay. Quitting, that's a load of bullshit. Winners don't quit. All right? Let me say that again. Resting is fine. Going slow, absolutely fine. Quitting is not. You're the one that's going to have to look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself, you know what? I give up. I gave up and that's that's probably going to come with some disappointment and hurt. So you need to figure that out. The second you start feeling like quitting, remember why you started. I'm going to say that again. The second you feel like giving up, the second that all those demons are on your back and, and, and they're just kicking the shit out of you, remember why you started. Remember what your goal is. All right? Very, very easy to get turned around, but listeners, I, I can tell you, uh, podcasters, I can tell you, uh, there was a time where um, I didn't think I was going to be able to sit here and talk talk in front of a microphone out into uh, out into the world and share my thoughts and stuff with you. I tell you what, I'm on my sixth episode now. I've been doing this for about six weeks, and I'm glad I didn't quit. You guys give me the fire. You guys give me the reason. You guys give me the motivation to continue. Because if I can just reach one person, if I can reach one person, then it's worth it. All right, let's move on to our, to our next topic. Okay, so our next topic is going to be how to be an effective listener. All right there, husbands. All right there, men, leaders in particular. This is a tough one. This is, um, it's, a lot, it's a lot harder than, than it actually sounds. Being an effective listener takes very, very, uh, it, takes, it takes concentration, it takes poise, um, it takes focus. So I've got about 10 things that I want to talk about. Um, I'm going to break them down rather quickly for you. And uh, hopefully you can, you can get some use out of them, okay? So the first thing, face the speaker and maintain eye contact. Face the person that you're speaking. Face the person that uh, is speaking to you. Maintain good eye contact. That's good body language. Turn off your computer. Um, turn off your computer monitor. Close your laptop. Um, when I when I worked for this one big corporate company a couple of years back, uh, I had we had a we had a um, a speaker come and and actually uh, coach us on this. You know, turn your Turn your monitor off. That way it's black and there's nothing on there. So guess what? There's no, no distractions. Close the top of your laptop when you're speaking to somebody. Now, periodically, uh, when somebody walks up on me, this, this happens at work all the time. I usually tell them, hey, look, um, g- give me 15 to 20 seconds just to complete this thought and then you will have my undivided attention. Make sense? All right. Step two, be attentive but relaxed. You want to make sure that you're paying attention. Uh, don't 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 be all tense. Don't be all uh, anxious and everything because that's going to put negative energy into the air. And the person that you're speaking to, they can feel that. Uh, they they can for sure feel that, and um, it's just going to put a bad bad flavor in the air. You don't want that. Number three, keep an open mind. Do not listen to respond, men, husbands leaders. I have a bad habit of this. Um, this one, this one took coaching, uh, listening to respond. Um, not 
it's not the best thing to do. Because sometimes I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell on myself. I'll, I will sit there. The first three to five seconds of conversation, I'm already thinking of my rebuttal. I'm already thinking of an answer. I'm already thinking of, I can fix this. No. They may not want you to fix nothing. All they want you to do is listen. Okay? Listen, listen, listen. Keep an open mind. Okay? Number four. Listen to their words and try to picture what the speaker is saying. Do not just hear Listen to them. You know what the difference between hearing somebody and listening to somebody is? Um, I got to get a, give a give a big shout out to uh, my uh, my 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 buddy in arms. Uh, his name is Jimmy Kirksey. Uh, he's a he's a sergeant major in the army now, and uh, I will tell you, uh, he's the one that I got that phrase phrase from. I I, I heard I heard him uh, tell a young trooper when we were stationed together, "Don't just hear me." Listen to me. The difference is if you hear something, that might be a, a you know a fly or an insect, some something or other whizzing by your ear. You can hear that. But if you are physically wanting to listen to something or somebody, guess what? You're focused. You are laser focused. You are you are you're you're turning your head, you're turning your ear towards whatever sound it is, whether it be a sound. Uh, in this case, conversation, and you are being attentive. You are focused on whatever's going on. Uh, that's that's uh, it's extremely important that you know the difference of not just hearing somebody, but listen to them. All right, number number five. Wait for the speaker to pause to ask clarifying questions. That that that's that was pretty much standard um, as I as I grew up. Um, I always used to, used to give a briefing, uh, or some kind of presentation and, and, and say, you know, please, you know, ladies and gentlemen, please hold all, all questions to the end. It's just easier. You don't lose focus that way. Um, you know, uh, same goes for somebody that's talking to you. Just, just wait, just soak all the information in. Uh, if you need to, sometimes it's better to take notes and ask at the end. Uh, I usually ask, Hey, uh, is it okay while we're while we're talking? You know, I make some notes to myself. That way, I, I catch all pertinent points. Uh, that's important. Plus, it it plays pays big dividends to your to the, to the person that you're uh, you're speaking with. Um, ask questions only to ensure understanding. Ask questions only to in, ensure understanding. So, if if you have to interrupt your speaker. Uh, have a seek to understand conversation. That stew that we talked about in a, in a few episodes back. Uh, it, may, it may sound like, oh, hey, uh, Tim, I'm, I, I apologize for interrupting you, but um, there was a concept in there that I want to make sure that I grasp. So what I hear you saying, what I think I hear you saying is dot dot dot, and and, and ask that clarifying question. Make make it no more than ten to fifteen seconds. Allow them to answer, and then boom, move on. All right. Um, try to feel what the speaker is feeling. Empathize with them. That's huge. If you can sit there and actually put your put your mind and body and and try to try to make yourself understand what they're feeling, that goes a long way. Because guess what? That conversation it becomes personal. Um, it becomes more important than than when it first began. Give the speaker regular feedback, validating statements like, you know what, as they're talking to you, 
put a couple of verbal cues in like, oh, you know what? You're right. You know, that is absolutely right. That concept is, is, is a little hard to grasp. I'm glad you're breaking it down for me. Or, you know, oh my gosh, I had no idea. I had no idea that these resources cost so much time and money. You know, thank you for, uh, thank you for, uh, making me understand that. Thank you for, um, clarifying that for me. Pay attention to what isn't said. This is a, this is a very important one. Nonverbal cues and body language and eye contact. You can tell a lot by nonverbal cues, body language, and eye contact. Specifically, you, dummy. You know what? I, you know why I'm saying that? Because if you're not making that eye contact to the person that's speaking to you, if you're sitting there screwing around with your with your smartwatch or kind of fumbling and uh, looking off into the distance. You have just lost all respect for that speaker. You have just told that person you don't give a damn. So nonverbal cues, body language, and eye contact is super, super important. Um, so I hope I hope those few steps that we've gone over have um, have kind of clarified what it is to be a good listener. Everybody's got their own style, and that's okay. It, it's it's perfectly okay to have your own style. Um, you just you have to figure that out uh, for yourself, and you have to know what works for you. And the more you do it, it's like public speaking. The more you do it, the more comfortable you get with it, the better you get at it, the better you get at taking those notes, um, you know, soaking in the information that somebody's, somebody's given you. Uh, it, it, it's all great. You know, you got, you, you know, just like you, uh, just like you would practice at an athletic event, like we talked about in a few episodes ago, practice how to be an effective listener. I'm 48 years old and I'm still learning. You're never too never too old to learn, okay? All right. Let us try and move on to see what we have next. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the last topic that we will cover this evening is personally one of my favorites. Um, I've had a lot of discussions about this with people uh, because they um, they don't know where I conjure some of the energy that I have. Uh, like I can tell you, I've learned to do it throughout the years. I've been coached by a lot of incredible people, both military and non-military, and I've learned a lot. I'm still learning. Just like I said, I'm 48 years old, and I, I, I feel like I'm, uh, I'm just beginning to learn how to do this. And that topic is what does it mean to have a positive attitude? What does it mean to have a positive attitude? Character traits of people with a positive attitude include four major things. All right, let me go ahead and um, break some of this down for you. A positive attitude, first off, is, is a mental outlook of optimism and of expecting good things to happen. People who possess this attitude, they're easier to get along with, are happy, and they spread joy around them. Now, I've met people that, you know, they want to sit there and, and, uh, you know, try to try to throw a little drama, try to throw a little negative, negative energy your way. They're like, man, how can you how can you always be so positive? Like you get punched in the face and you you get right back up and and, and you do it all over again. That's just the way I'm born and bred. Uh, I won't stop until I'm until I'm six feet under. All right. Second. A person with a positive state of mind does not dwell on the problems and difficulties of the past and does not let them dictate his or her life. Such a person would rather learn from past mistakes and move on. (sighs) Okay. 
this is a difficult one. We are our own worst critics. We want to sit there and we want to we want to rehash the past. We want to we want to sit there and just stew in our own filth. Guys, don't do that. That's toxic. Um, I, me included. I, I've done it. Uh, but you know what? After you get sucker punched, after you get punched in the face, you got to figure out what worked and what didn't, and use what worked. Use what worked. And the things that didn't, those are lessons learned. Those are lessons learned and you can move on from there. Okay? Don't dwell on the past. Leave the past where it belongs and that's in your rearview mirror. All right? All right. Third, a positive attitude can affect your life favorably in all areas. People with a positive attitude view life, challenges, and the situations they go through with the confidence and are sure they can deal with them. People with a positive attitude, I can tell you, man, you it's it's hard to get them down. Um, <laughs> one of my most favorite quotes in the entire world is from Rocky II. Um, Rocky II is my, you know, next to Amadeus. Uh, look, kids, look that up. Is um, one of my most favorite movies of all time. But there's a specific quote that uh, Duke, Apollo Creed's trainer. Um, you know, he comes up to Apollo and he says, you know what? You really want the truth? Here's the truth, Apollo. I saw you beat that man like I ain't never seen no man get beat before. And he kept coming after you. Folks, when you get beat, get back up. Get knocked down seven times, stand up eight. Do exactly that. All right. Lastly, these types of people would not be stuck in a negative attitude of fear, lack of self-esteem and passivity, being passive. People with a positive attitude will not let failure or obstacles stand in their way and will always try to find ways to overcome them. Negative attitude, fear and lack of self-esteem. Um, folks, I can tell you, uh, I, uh, I sometimes present, or most of the time, actually, present a very calm, cool, and collective demeanor. Um, you know, I'm always thinking about something. I don't think that I'm not scared. Don't think that I don't uh, look at myself and not have a, uh, you know, have a problem with my self-worth. We, we all struggle with something. Some of us are, are comfortable in talking about it, and some of us are not. But don't let that get you down, you know? The, 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 your worst your worst enemy, I want you to wake up or go to bed tonight and do one thing for me. You look in the mirror. That's your worst enemy. It's not Karen. It's not Bob. It's not those clowns that are sitting over in cubicles six, seven, and eight. It's that person staring right back at you. Because if you're going to let somebody else dictate what you think, what you do, or if you're going you're gonna to care what somebody else thinks... You're your, you're your own problem. That's a you problem. Don't be your worst enemy. Wake up every single day with that fire, with that passion, and think you can conquer the world. Don't think. Do it, man. Just get out there and do it. All right. I'm fired up now. I mean, having a positive attitude, um, we all get down. Things happen. Life happens. Pick it apart. 
taking an hour to taking an hour at a time. Told an associate the other day at uh, at my place of business, "Hey, we take it an hour at a time, an hour at a time, and that's perfectly okay." All right, guys. Look, uh, I I absolutely adore each and every one of you. Um, I, I can't thank everybody enough out there for uh, all all the love and support. It's um, again, this has been a leadership is, is is something I don't check the check the block on. Um, you know, I I, uh, I I love leading people. I love helping people, and uh, this is this this podcast is you know it lights a fire under me. Um, you know, today we we. Um, we talked about how to remain committed, having a positive attitude, and being a good listener. Um, you know, all three things that we can definitely practice at and just get better with time, get better with practice. You know, if you, and any of you uh, ever need any help, you know how to, you know how to get a hold of me. Um, you know, commitment, positivity, and good listening are all vital parts of life. Being a good leader and a vital part of the workplace in period or in, in, uh, in general. Um, as always, guys, you know, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Leave me a message or, uh, or text on my Google Voice number, 509-255-3659. That number again, 509-255-3659. Love hearing from you listeners. Love he- hearing from the fellow podcasters. Uh, this is a this is a great collaboration tool, and um, you know it's always a pleasure to hear from you, and collaborate on topics or or getting tips that that make the show better. That's all I want to do. I want to reach you guys and and make you better, make myself better, and just make the show better, regardless of the situation, regardless of what life brings you. Never give up. Press forward, and by God, Charlie Mike, bye now.